Legislative session, not quite halfway done, but man, those debates are hot and heavy and they affect you. Hey, it's Mike Ferguson. Thanks for checking out the Missouri Viewpoints podcast. This week, we caught up with Jeremy Cady. He is the state director for Americans for Prosperity, and he gives us an update on the work that they are doing. Now, Americans for Prosperity, of course, very conservative organization, and he talks about, among other things, health care, tort reform, labor reform, you know, right to work. That's going to be on the ballot coming up. And also, uh, we touch on just a little bit this, the uh, updates on civil asset forfeiture. Yeah, that's still a thing here in uh, Missouri, unfortunately. Here it is, the discussion with Jeremy Cady. Whether we like it or not, the decisions that politicians make in Jefferson City and in Washington, D.C. directly impact our lives. Few areas of our lives are more affected by policy decisions than our health care. Hi, I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for being a part of Missouri Viewpoints. We are coming to you from the Lindawood University campus in St. Charles. Now, whether it is your monthly premium, what your insurance and coverage choices are, what your medication choices are, and even what kind of assistance those with disabilities receive are all aspects of health care that are increasingly decided by politicians and bureaucrats. Healthcare isn't the only thing being debated at the state capitol, of course, but it's where we're going to start today. Jeremy Cady is the Missouri State Director for Americans for Prosperity. Jeremy, welcome back to Missouri Viewpoints. Thank you for having me. Uh, and at the state level, you know, we tend to think that the healthcare debate is about Medicaid. Uh, for many years, there's been a push to expand access to Medicaid for more people, basically changing the eligibility requirements. When you look at the overall picture of the state, what do you think our lawmakers should be doing when it comes to Medicaid, when it comes to health care overall? Well, generally speaking, uh, as far as expansion uh, of the Medicaid, I think generally speaking, we need to be very careful as far as doing that. If uh, you look at our state budget, Medicaid, without the expansion, has been taking on more and more and more of our budget. It's probably one of the fastest growing portions of our budget right now. And so what we need to do is keep that under control, make sure that we're using those monies efficiently, make sure that we're rooting out fraud. Uh, as far as uh, other types of uh, health care reforms that we might be able to look into, I don't know if you recall or not, but a couple of years ago we passed what's called direct primary care, which actually removed a lot of government from the doctor-patient relationship in the state of Missouri. And I'd like to look at uh, possible ways to expand upon that and actually uh, uh, make, allow it to provide for more, more individuals. What's the proper role of government in health care? Uh, I think the proper role is... Uh, uh, basically protecting uh, people's rights and properties within uh, within basically the voluntary trade between doctors and patients, uh, making sure that uh, uh, that that relationship is protected. Oftentimes, government tries to inject itself, uh, uses coercion and force to uh, force its will upon patients and doctors rather than allowing them uh, to interact freely together. Um, there's a p number of studies that I've seen that actually have shown that doctors spend about half of their time doing paperwork rather than dealing with their patients, and that's wrong. Let's uh, switch topics just a little bit. Um, that right to work going to be on the ballot this year. As we record this program, we don't know whether it's August or November, just like we talked about last week on the show. Uh, but uh, we are going to be voting on it. In the meantime, lawmakers are looking at other labor laws as far as project labor agreements, as far as public sector unions. Uh, what's on your all's priority list at Americans for Prosperity as far as reform in the legislature and in, in, in policy? In the legislature this year, we're looking at a number of public union sector, uh, public sector union reforms. Uh, the top one would be union recertification. Um, 
<clears throat> basically, nationwide, most public unions were put in place before 1974. What that means is roughly 94% of public workers have never had a say in who uh, represents them. And so what public uh, our union recertification does is it allows workers to choose on a regular basis uh, who represents them. They either get to recertify the unions that represent them, choose a new union, or choose no representation. What's you made a you made a uh, emphasis on public sector unions. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between public sector policy and private sector public or uh, private sector unions? Well, uh, private sector unions are generally uh, regulated on the federal level by the Wagner and Taft Hartley Acts. Uh, on the public sector side, uh, there's not as much though, and so states have a little bit more control over over how they deal with uh, public sector unions. And public sector union members, those are government workers. Those are oftentimes they're viewed as unions that work against the taxpayer uh, because oftentimes a lot of the items that they're pushing for is detrimental to uh, uh, what the tax dollars are being used for. Now, the, the accusation against organizations like yours, yours in particular by name, is that this is an attempt to bust labor unions because labor unions overwhelmingly support Democrats. Is this about union busting? What's the answer to that? Absolutely not. Union recertification was passed in Iowa and overwhelmingly unions were recertified in Iowa. So it's not about busting unions, it's about ensuring that they're accountable to their workers. Let's talk about taxes for just a little bit. Uh, obviously we've had big tax reform at the federal level. Uh, there are a number of efforts to change uh, taxes at the state level, get away from income tax, move towards more sales taxes, deal with the uh, tax credits. Uh, what is the right approach that our state government should be taking when it comes to moving our tax code into the next kind of era of technology and business? Well, Americans for Prosperity was heavily engaged on tax reform on the federal level, and we'd like to see that repeated here in the state of Missouri as well. And I think we, we, we are keeping toward the same tenets. We'd like uh, our taxes to be simple, more efficient, and also to root out cronyism, uh, the special subsidies and loopholes and tax credits that corporations receive at uh, the cost of taxpayers. We've got just a couple minutes left here. We're talking to uh, Jeremy Cady from Americans for Prosperity, the Missouri chapter of that. Uh, criminal justice reform is a, a bigger part of the discussion now than it has been just a, just a couple of sessions ago, I would say. Uh, and a lot of organizations that oppose each other on a variety of topics like taxes or tax credits or whatever the case is are finding common ground on criminal justice reform. You all are, are looking at civil asset forfeiture, mm -hmm. which used to be a fringe argument and now is in the mainstream. Why is that important? Well, uh, to note, uh, civil asset forfeiture on the state level is already illegal. So past legislators have already outlawed that from occurring and uh, from law enforcement from using that method. Uh, but there's been a little loophole where if they work with the feds, <clears throat> they can take private property from innocent citizens and keep that property and use it for how they wish. And we want to put a stop to that. Also, um, real quickly, we're hearing a lot about uh, dark money. I'm using quotes, dark money. That term is a lot come between conflicts with the governor and some state senators. The argument being that uh, every organization that's politically active, yours, in, mm -hmm. for instance, uh, needs to report or make known everybody who donates to your work politically. 
Why is that a problem? Well, let's be honest. There's a lot of organizations, not just organiza organizations like ours, that are politically active. And we need to keep in mind that transparency is for government. Privacy is for citizens. And this is private manners, private money, uh, private use of that money. And we need to make sure that uh, we're not allowing government to create a database that tracks your personal beliefs and then makes those beliefs public uh, to the world. All right. Now, um, there's a lot of we could do a whole show on this topic right here. People do want to uh, find out what you mean by that and a little more depth or be in touch, what's the best way to do it? Americansforprosperity.org is our website, and that's where you can get information regarding all of these issues and what we support. And then just slash Missouri if you want to go directly to your page. Correct. All right, Jeremy, thank you so much for the time. All right, thank you. And you can see that entire interview at missouriviewpoints.com. That's where we archive all of our past shows. And of course, I encourage you, check out the Facebook page. I've got news updates from around the state there every single day. I'm Mike Ferguson, producer and host of Missouri Viewpoints. Thanks again for checking out this podcast. Please share it on social media as we get this podcast up and running. We'll talk to you soon.